I am Liz Wright. Welcome to Live Your Best Life. The only thing that matters now is living by the power of this wonderful new creation life. We're going to become an undefeatable force of radiating glory, and we are rising up strong now in this hour. Hi, everybody. Thank you for tuning in to this week's what's going to be a very, very special episode of Live Your Best Life with Mila's Right. And I have joining me today a man who, because of his paradigm of understanding regarding stress, it's actually revolutionizing people's health and well-being. He is now known as one of America's foremost experts in the whole area of stress and wellness. So I know you are going to learn a lot from this conversation today. I have just listened to his book. Um, I'm just going to bring up the full title. It's called Be Resilient, 12 Keys to a Happy and Healthy Life. And honestly, it's transformed my life listening to the nuggets of wisdom and his experience contained in this book. He's also the founder of um, one of the largest wellness clinics in America. So you are in for a treat today. Joining me, it's such an honor to have joining me for the conversation, Dr. Pete Sulak. Dr. Pete, welcome. It is the greatest honor to be with you as well. Oh, it's such an honor to have you on. Honestly, like I said to you before we came on air, just listening to your book and reading through it was life transforming. And so can we start, I wanted to ask you, would you explain to people the paradigm of understanding that you have regarding stress and well-being that is literally transforming people's lives? It's transforming people's health. I know that you've had over a million people go through your clinic since you the doors opened. And there are many, many, many testimonies, some that you share in the book about literally how you have walked people through a journey into wellness again by helping them adopt these principles and changes in lifestyle that that bring healing to our bodies. So can we start there? Would you would you share with us what the paradigm of understanding is that you have? Yeah, you know, very simply, a body at rest wins every single time. You know, the word of God says that there's a rest for the people of God when they live by faith. Faith is the vantage point of heaven. And there's a rest for us when we live according to the vantage point of heaven. Same thing goes with our bodies. A body at rest, a body at homeostasis is where the body heals itself, is where the digestive system works the way it's supposed to, the immune system at its optimum. Our hormones are communicating the way they're supposed to. Our digestive system is doing what it's supposed to. Our circadian rhythm and our sleep cycle, our mood, all restores itself at a body at homeostasis. But here's the reality. Stress and the demands and stresses of life are inevitable. So the secret's not avoiding bad things. And I think if we're not careful, there's a tendency to believe that if I just avoid bad things, if I avoid germs, then I'm going to be okay. It's almost like in the body of Christ, assuming that God's there to remove me from the fire. God's not there to remove me from the fire. He's Lord over the fire. And as a child of the living God and a son of God, I'm more than a conqueror and an overcomer in Christ Jesus. Well, in health, it's the same way. If it's all about avoiding bad things, which most of culture is doing, we're in big trouble because life's going to happen. Pandemics happen. COVID happens. Flus happen. So if it's all just about putting on a mask and going into our thing in quarantine, then we're all in trouble for the rest of our lives. But health is so much more than that. Health is about resilience. 
our body's ability to deal with life, but more importantly, recover from life. And so the essence of a happy and healthy life is our body's ability to deal with whatever life brings our way today, deal with it effectively, and recover from it so the body can replenish itself. But Liz, there's so many misconceptions when it comes to what health is and what it's not. And I think that's where people get so confused. Mm-hmm. So where do we start? Like, can you give us some of your keys as to like, you know, to just begin to reset ourselves out of stress and start to build that resilience and begin to protect our health and improve our health? What can we all do sort of from where we're from a get go? I think speaking from my own personal experience, for me, by the grace of God, I had one of the largest clinics in the world for a number of years. But when it came to the essence of what health really was, I was very unfamiliar with it. And so there's a moment that the Lord, I remember I was at my office is about 10, 12 years ago. And the Lord said, son, you need to humble yourself and become teachable. Or you're not going to walk out the call of God I have for your life. And it was at that moment, I went on a journey to begin to understand what health really was and where it came from. And I was like everybody else. You know, it was almost like a, like, I was almost like a fraud. I was helping people. I loved people. I was serving people. We were getting results. But when it came to really true health and lifestyle and everything else, I really didn't understand that. So I was buying into the misconceptions that are out there that if you feel good, you are healthy. If it's not broke, don't fix it. Yeah, we all know someone who's felt great and died of a heart attack, felt great and had cancer. And then those misconceptions that germs are bad. I understand those things, but if it's all about avoiding bad things, then we're all in trouble. The truth of the matter is germs don't make everyone sick. If they did, we'd all be dead. Germs Mm -hmm. make a weak host sick, a body that's no longer resilient. So if the flu comes into your household, not everyone in your household gets the flu. Who gets the flu? Those are no longer resilient to it. And then the third misconception that many people believe is that if I just begin to eat organic, if I begin to exercise, then I'm going to be healthy. And I'm a big advocate of those things. But I know a number of people that come into my office from all over the world, and they have the cleanest diets you've ever seen. They exercise all the time, but they have cancer for the second time at 40. And then if you want to be very honest, I know a number of individuals that eat garbage. They never work out. And I think they are. So what's the secret? Health is about resilience. But what is resilience? Resilience is my body's ability to go from a place of homeostasis, rest in the body, adapt physiologically to the stressors placed on it, and recover. As long as my body is able to deal with life and recover from it, my body does an incredible job of maintaining its resilience. But the body does that three ways. It does it neurologically, chemically, and emotionally. Neurologically, that pathway facilitates what's called physical stress. Now, what's stress? Stress is anything that takes my body away from homeostasis. So when it comes to physical stresses, car accidents, falls, whiplash injuries, or sitting at a desk all day, a sedentary lifestyle. So it's too much of something or too little of a good thing. And all of those stressors activate my body into a stress response neurologically, But as long as it's able to adapt and recover, we're good. Then there's a chemical stress pathway. It facilitates the chemical stressors of life, the food we eat, the air we breathe, the things that we're exposed to, whether we know it or not, activate the body chemically. But as long as it's able to adapt and recover, we're good. And then there's an emotional stress pathway, life, relationships, abuse and trauma, or a lack of love. Mm. That affects the body and sends the body into an emotional stress response. But as long as it's able to adapt and recover, we're good. Here's the dilemma. 
If the body ever gets overwhelmed, eventually it will reach what the medical community allostatic load. All that means is that the body got stuck in a stress response. But if the body gets stuck neurologically, chemically, or emotionally, that's where the body reaches vulnerability. That's where the body goes from being resilient to vulnerable. In fact, when the body gets stuck in a stress response, all essential activities in the body, like heart rate and blood pressure, blood sugar, increase because it's necessary for survival. But in a stress response, non-essential activities decrease. What does that sound like? It sounds like the pandemic. All essential businesses initially stayed open, non-essential businesses closed. Same thing in the body. When the body gets stuck in a stress response, those essential activities for survival increase. But the non-essential activities, those not necessary for survival, they downregulate. What does that mean? Immune function downregulates. Sex hormones, estrogen, progesterone, testosterone downregulates. Digestion downregulates. Growth hormone downregulates because I don't need those things to survive. And what's happening is most of the things people are dealing with is simply the body got stuck in a stress response. So first things first, before we start any fad diet or any diet like that, we have to get the body out of a stress response. If we do that, we give ourselves margin. It's the difference between someone that does everything you're supposed to and gets cancer and someone that doesn't do anything you're supposed to and seems to live forever. One person has margins and one person doesn't. We call it grace. And we need great grace in this life. And we have great grace through Jesus Christ. But when I'm able to stimulate the body's ability to get back to homeostasis, it gives our lives grace. It gives our lives margin. So when our lifestyle isn't perfect, there's still grace to live our life in the best life now. Yeah. Honestly, it's life-transforming listening to you. It so impacted me when I was listening and reading around what you were just talking about. It so impacted me that you don't focus. When somebody comes into you who is sick, you don't focus on the symptoms. You look at how is the body responding to stress right now? How is the body working to bring itself, this person, back into, like you say, a state of homeostasis? And so you you were describing how you then start to work with the person to support the healing processes as it's working hard to bring the person back into homeostasis, which is revolutionary to not focus on putting a Band-Aid over the symptoms, but actually now starting to evaluate, okay, you you analyze in a person holistically and go, oh, right, what are the stresses? What is causing this stress response in your body? And how can we now best support you to bring you back into, into yeah. peace and rest and homeostasis? And I just that to me was a paradigm shift in my understanding that changed how I looked at health and well-being. And it actually, it gives so much hope because it takes the fear of illness away because you realize the body's actually doing a great job. It's not showing any irregularities the traditional blood tests would tell you. It's actually telling you you're looking at a body trying to correct itself, which is a completely different way of understanding how the body works, right? But, you know, so people ask me all the time, I said, Dr. Pete, patients come to you from all over the country, all over the world, and they come in with cancer and MS and Parkinson's and heart disease and autoimmune issues and PTSD. And I said, yes, but I don't treat those things. See, because most people would consider those things the abnormality. Yeah. But they're not actually the abnormality. They're actually the body physiologically adapting to a, 
a more bigger culprit, the body got stuck in a stress response. So the true culprit is a body got stuck away from homeostasis. But I want you to tell you this, a body at rest, a body at homeostasis wins, not just sometimes, every time. Why do I say that? Because we're fearfully and wonderfully made. We're bought with a price. God did not create junk. And even if you didn't know Jesus, most people know that the body is a self-regulating, self-healing organism. And so, but the body has to be at rest to heal the way it's supposed to, to express the DNA the way it's supposed to. So really, that's what our objective is. Now, yes, we have a book. We talk about the principles of resilience. I have a course called Be Resilient, which it's an online course that's just being released actually in January of 2023, which we're really excited about, where I give them all the principles of health. But for everybody, if you just want to give your life grace and margins, stimulate homeostasis. And just we do that neurologically through movement. We do it chemically through what's called adaptogenic herbs. And we do it emotionally with hope. Simply, you don't have to go to a doctor. You don't have, there's simple things that we can always do to stimulate the body's ability to get back to homeostasis and rest. When it comes to movement, the joints in our spine, the joints in our body are called synovial joints. So like my shoulders, a synovial joint, my elbow, my knee are synovial joints. A synovial joint simply means a fluid-filled joint separated by bone. Research shows that in every synovial joint, they have to have full range of motion to keep the body at homeostasis. Anytime a synovial joint loses range of motion, it stimulates what's called nociceptors to stimulate the brain that says, hey, brain, guess what? It's go time. We're in a stress response. So I say that because if any joint in your spine and body is stuck, it leaves the body vulnerable. So like, for instance, if you went to and had shoulder surgery and you went to the orthopedic or physical therapist afterwards, what do they want to do? They want to help get rid of your pain and inflammation. But what's the number one thing they have to do? Restore range of motion, because if they don't, they'll never stop the stress response. Same thing with your spine. So anything that we can do to just stay active do get motion in our spine through chiropractic, through massage, through physical therapy, through yoga, so many different things, through exercise, through walking, through one, all these things stimulate what's called proprioceptors or mechanoreceptors from the joint that stimulate and stop what's called nociceptors that stop the stress response. So the greatest way to get the body out of a neurological stress response is movement, get moving. It's one of the secrets my grandfather told me at like 90 90- to grandfather, what's your secret? He says, I just stay active. I still mow the lawn. One of the greatest ways, in fact, a Nobel Prize winner, uh, he just, I think his name was Dr. Robert Sperry said, the greatest nutrient you can give yourself is movement. Why? Because it helps the body neurologically get out of a stress response. Chemically, the body's proven to get out of a stress response chemically through adaptogenic herbs. They're nothing new. They've been around forever. But adaptogenic herbs are the one thing that help get the body out of a chemical stress response. See, the chemical stress response creates the stress hormone cortisol. Well, psychology today said cortisol is public enemy number one. If you want to get fat, old, tired, or sick, I don't know anyone that wants to do that, but just let cortisol go crazy. But we need cortisol every single day. I need it to wake up in the morning. I need it as a protective mechanism. I need it for energy, but I never want that pathway to get stuck. If it does, it leaves the body vulnerable. In fact, I saw one study that said every disease has one commonality. The body got stuck chemically in a stress response. 
So we stimulate the body's ability to just create resilience chemically through adaptogenic herbs. And there's adaptogens you can get all around the world. They've been around for thousands of years and they just help the body regulate itself. They're like a thermostat. They bring you up to homeostasis or down, helping create resilience chemically in the body. And then emotionally, it's all dictated based on our thought process. Negative thoughts activate a stress response. Positive thoughts help restore the body back to homeostasis and rest. There's a scripture in a proverb that says, hope deferred makes the heart sick. A desire fulfilled is a tree of life. It's actually proven physiologically in the body. Get the body back to rest. Give yourselves a margin. And that's how we lay a foundation to get on the road to a happy and healthy life. Ah, it's profound. It's so, for me, it's so fresh. I mean, I love everything to do with wellness. I'm 100% believe to steward our bodies well. They're a gift from God. Like you said, he didn't create junk. He create, we are incredible creations and that deserve care, self-love and self-care, right? But it's profound. It's like no longer, we're liberated from feeling that we need to, to take care of the symptoms, to start there. But actually it's about understanding how to regulate ourselves and bring ourselves back and support our body's natural processes in bringing yeah. us back into homeostasis. It's just revolutionary. That's why there's so many people getting well under your care and people are coming to find you from all over the world. Okay, there's a quote I want to read that, from your book that I saw, oh my gosh, that is profound. It's where you begin to talk about spiritual keys of wisdom. And when we start to apply these God-given spiritual keys of wisdom, it's life transforming. So you are talking here about the power of gratitude and what that's actually doing to us physiologically when we begin to, um, to discipline ourselves this way and just to operate in gratitude. And you say, as your gratitude increases, your joy increases. As your joy increases, your cells vibrate at a higher energy level. Come on. I mean, that's just <laughs> phenomenal. As your cells vibrate at a higher energy level, they throw off toxins and attract the same level of energy and good things begin to come into your life. So gratitude results in us throwing off toxins so we actually start to detox and heal as we are grateful, right? That's my understanding. That was my takeaway from that. I sat yes. there meditating on that thinking, wow, the wisdom of God. Yeah. So will, will you speak into that a little bit more? You know, I, I saw a study, and I think I might have written about it in the book, that cynics are two and a half times more likely to get dementia than those that have practiced gratitude. But it's not just being grateful, because I think if we're not careful, a lot of us can become grateful in what God can do for us us. And it becomes self-serving. Mm. But actually, gratitude in regards to just what God can do for me and what others can do for me from a self-centered perspective actually increases inflammation, decreases immune function. So wow. gratitude, celebrating who I am as a child of God and how my life can be used for others' benefit, right? I think when people ask, well, what's the assignment on our life? Is to allow His nature his perspective, the gifts that God's freely given to me by the grace of God be used for the benefit of another individual. And when my life becomes a blessing and a reward for others, and I appreciate the beauty in others' lives, and I see their worth and value, and I don't see them according to the speck in their eye, but I literally see them according to their potential. When I live that way, research actually proves 
it increases my immune function, it decreases inflammatory marker and puts my body in a more resilient state. Gratitude. In fact, I'm reminded in Psalms when it says, praise him, you know, our sacrifice of praise, when it doesn't feel good, when the circumstances of life are getting up in our business, when we live from the vantage point of heaven and magnify the Lord, like David said, magnify the Lord with me, let's exalt his name together. When we do that, the scripture in Psalms says, it wraps the enemy with rods of iron fetter and renders the enemy powerless in your life. It brings you to a place of rest and healing. Wow. Oh, gosh. Okay. There's another one. Another profound uh, wisdom key is um, the secret to happiness is what you're talking about here. And you say the secret to happiness is contentment. And the secret to contentment is to actively believe and live like it is true every day that we have more than enough. Mm. <laughs> Again, I sat there like, oh, my gosh. That one principle, as it, if as we adopt it, changes your life, literally. Yeah. So talk to us about that. How do we live like that? I think the biggest thing is, you know, Jesus came to restore us back into a relationship with our Father. Yeah. I think if we're not careful, we go to Jesus and we don't go to our Father. But Jesus, it's my Father. It's like the Apostle Paul says that my prayer for all of you is that you would know the love of your father, the grace of the Lord Jesus Christ, and the love of the Holy Spirit and the power of the Holy Spirit. There's a relationship I can have with the Godhead individually and collectively. Yeah. When I go to my father and surrender my life and go to him boldly, my father establishes me in my worth, value, and identity as a son. He allows me to experience the width and length and depth of his love that I'm filled to all over and I'm literally that's a blessed life filled to overflowing completely satisfied content I was actually on the phone with someone just earlier someone I'm mentoring and a business leader around the world and he just said you know Dr. Pete you know what about this and this I said brother I said the best thing you can ever do is to know your father's love to become so satisfied in him because if we don't come away with him and let him satisfy us completely, then we will live with a deficit. And living with a deficit is the essence of a self-centered life. And a self-centered life tries to fill it with stuff. And a self-centered life can justify filling your heart with anything. So I said, anytime you feel yoked by this life, anytime you feel like you're in need in this life, Go to your heavenly father, get to know him intimately. And even in first John, it says those who know God intimately walk in love. They become an expressions because they're infused with the nature of God. And so the greatest form of contentment is to just enjoy our God and to experience the fullness of who he is. People say, well, I don't know if God loves me. Every time I look at a cross, whether it's around someone's neck or not, the cross is a sign that my life matters to God that I was worth dying for. It wasn't there to expose me as a sinner or what I've been wrong. It was there as an indictment against those things to expose the fact that my life was worth dying. How valuable am I? The living God thought I was worth dying for and contentment. It literally just, it, it helps create resilience, knowing my God by experience. Experiencing the rest for the people of God is just one of the greatest privileges that we have as children of God. Yeah. It really is, isn't it? And recognizing that we um, we live in a universe of abundance, yeah. that there isn't any lack. Yeah. There isn't any lack. I think there was something else that you said in the book. You said we don't have 
a problem of scarcity, we have a problem of distribution, mm-hmm. you know, which is very different because we actually do live in, in a world of abundance and God is our source. And when we get that revelation and we begin to live like that in appreciation and gratitude for what we have all the time, like biochemically, we are radically changed, aren't we? And healing begins to flow within us. Absolutely. And, you know, through the book, Be Resilient, I talk about the 12 keys of a happy and healthy life. I talk about the power of our choice. The choices I make in alignment with the vision propels that vision. But if I make choices out of alignment, well, it takes me off course. I talk about just so many different things in there. But the last 12th principle is generosity. Mm. And if the first 11 are foundation, generosity is what's called the capstone. It actually protects the rest of the foundation and the principles. You know, if you look at people that are going to build a retaining wall or bricklayers, they the last thing they do is they put a top. It's called coping. It protects the foundation that was laid. Well, when we live with in, in with a, a mindset and just a value structure of generosity, where there's there's not only a certain amount to go around. It helps us cope with the stressors and the demands of life. It helps us create resilience. And it's one of the things that I think for all of us, knowing this, like you said, there's more than enough. He does exceedingly abundantly above all we could ask or think according to the very power that works within us. He's our shepherd. We shall not want. There's really nothing we need from him to allowing our life to be a generous, just cheerful giver is one of the greatest secrets of truly creating resilience to the demands and stressors that are placed on us. Yeah. It's honestly, when you're speaking, I just kept thinking, you know, the wisest thing we can do is spend time with God, isn't it? Yeah. Live in that privileged position that we have now, being able to connect experientially into his presence, allow him to fill faith, not by sight. And like it says in Ephesians, as we live by faith and the resting place, this is by continually using your faith, the resting place of God's love will become the root and the strength of your life. And it's then as you experience that, you begin to be fully filled with God. You just get filled over and over and over and over and reset, right? Reset out from stress back into peace because Peace is the person of Jesus, ultimately, isn't it? His, his presence just floods us with peace, and we and and our hearts reignite in faith, and we enter back into into rest, knowing yeah. that actually He is a God of abundance. He is for us. He is in us. He is with us always, to the very end of time, and we are His, you know. And so we live. That is the truth. We are children of God. So, oh my gosh, I could talk to you for hours. There's, your book is so rich. How do people get hold of you? Because I'm sure people will want to. Well, I know you can go to Amazon. I know we have a new course that comes out. Um, I think my staff will provide you a link with that. But Be Resilient is a book to really empower a generation to yeah. get healthy and stay healthy. Underlying yeah. the secrets, there's a lot of knowledge out there on the internet. Wisdom rightly applies knowledge. And I really believe that God's given us just a nuggets of wisdom to help people live out their lives for the body of Christ so we can run and not grow weary, walk and not faint, and finish the call of God that's placed on each and every one of our lives. But for yeah. anyone that applies these principles, I truly believe it can be revolutionary for all of you. Yeah. Well, there's testimony after testimony after testimony of people that have applied these principles to their life under your care, and they are completely well. And they were at death's door, many of them, and now they are living happy, vibrant lives, completely regulating themselves and knowing how to build resistance continually going forward for their own lives. So 
Dr. Pete, thank you so much for giving us your very precious time. We really appreciate it. It's it great was my to talk honor. with you. Yeah. Oh. And thank you. Thank you, guys. Thank you for joining us and giving us your time today to your precious time as well. And I look forward to being with you again next week. Have the most blessed, wonderful week. God bless. Hi, if you really enjoyed today's show and you want to go deeper with Jesus and experience his love and his presence more than you ever have, then I have a present for you, a free gift. If you want to jump over to experiencinggodslove.com and just click on and sign up, then you will receive one of my teaching videos that I have created especially for you. That will not only give you a few keys just very, very quickly that you can uh, utilize in your daily walk with the Lord, um, but also I'm going to take you there as well. So it's an activation. So, yeah, so jump over to experiencinggodslove.com and you are going to be so blessed. <laughs>